Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Saturday the... Where are we now? Saturday the 25th of July. Um, uh, Yes, we have a bumper um, round of uh, results for you and uh, hope you've weekend has or hope weekend is starting uh, in fantastic fashion. Manly see off the uh, Cowboys and the storm far too good for the Broncos over in the NRL. England in control of the third test in the cricket. Rebels end losing run against the Waratahs. The pulse are dominant in the um, netball. Um, and then we have three races cancelled in Formula One. 11 tennis tournaments cancelled. Um, and Fox is going well in the British Open, and that's in the golf. So, yes, a bumper round here so that you can start your day the best way, up to speed with all the important sports news here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Let's kick off with the football. Um, and uh, in the A-League, the uh, Central Coast Mariners uh, and the Newcastle Jets fought out a zero or nil all draw um, yesterday evening. And that puts uh, a bit of a dent in the Jets' ch- uh, hopes of making the final series. Um, Central Coast Mariners down in last place there. So you'd expect the uh, Jets to have done better than that, really, after beating um, the top of the table, Sydney FC, um, at the top there. Um, and good morning to those people who are joining us in the live chat. Uh, nice to have you along. Um, don't forget, you can also listen to New Zealand Sports Radio on the go. Uh, just download the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, or Acast. Um, this evening, uh, we have the Wellington Phoenix playing um, Adelaide United um, and uh, Melbourne victory against um, Western United. That's an important one for the Phoenix because they still, whilst their fate is in their own hands, they need to win the game in hand over um, Melbourne City to climb into second place. So an important game this evening against Adelaide United for the Wellington Phoenix. Um, over in the uh, EPL, and it's the last round of fixtures this weekend, which means all the teams are playing at the same time on Sunday UK time. So we'll bring you up to date. No, we'll, we'll give you update with all the those results once they've happened. 
Um, and over in our favourite football league, the Belarusian Premier League, which we've been covering since uh, all the way through lockdown. Um, Vrua Brest and Slavia drew three all. Wow, that would have been a, a bit of a thriller there. Um, and Verbitsk beat Sluts 2-0. Um, two games that uh, really... Again, uh, uh, mainly mid-table. It does help uh, with this table climb up to fifth. Um, but yeah, two mid-table games there. Over in the crickets, and um, after the West Indies had made some decent inroads into um, the uh, English uh, batting order, um, Pope and Butler put together an undefeated stand at the end of the day. Pope um, finished on 91 not out and Butler 56 not out. Um, to lead England to 285 for four. Um, before that, uh, Burns uh, put on 57, um, but uh, Sylvie was removed for zero, Root for only um, for um, 17, and Stokes for 20. So I say the West Indies were making good headway um, until those last two put on a, uh, a big stand there to finish day one. Obviously, four days to go now, um, and uh, the weather will be a big thing up there. It always is. In Manchester. I'm going to hand you over to Stephen now. He's going to take us through our birthdays. Thank you, Paul, and good morning to the weekend, everybody tuning into New Zealand Sport Radio. I hope you're going to start this way the perfect way by taking in our sports news and, of course, our birthdays this morning. And uh, birthdays today, a sailing CV that includes a New Year's honours, a brother of an England rugby international and finally one of the best goal kickers in rugby league. Daryl Halligan, born this day, the 25th of July, 1966, is a rugby league commentator and a former professional player, a New Zealand international winger. He was the preeminent goal kicker of his era, retiring as the highest points point scorer in Australian Premiership history. Halligan played a club football in Australia for the North Sydney Bears and Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, winning the 1995 ARL Premiership with the latter. Before switching to the professional code of rugby league, Halligan played rugby for Waikato. Moving on, staying with the overball game, Scott Waldrum won this day, the 25th of July 1980, is a New Zealand rugby union player. When Waldrum's career finished, in 2012, due to injury, he was playing for the Waikato Chiefs in Super Rugby and Taranaki in the ITM Cup. He played in the position of open side flanker. Waldrum is the is the older brother of former England number eight Thomas Waldrum. And finally, Andrew Blair Chuk or Andrew Chuk, MNZM, born this day, the 25th of July, 1989, is a New Zealand sailor who won the gold medal at the 2016 Summer Olympics and the silver medal at the 2012 Summer Olympics in the 49ers. 49ers alongside Peter Burling. Chuk was a member of the Emirates Team New Zealand that won the 35th America's Cup. He sailed on Mapfire, finishing second in the 2017-2018 Vava Ocean Race. Chuk was named as a member of the New Zealand Order of Merit for Services to Sailing in the New Year's Honours List in 2017. That's it for birthdays this morning. We'll be back shortly with all the league news from overnight. Thank you very much, Stephen, for that um, update. Moving on to Rugby Union then. And uh, yesterday in Super Rugby AU, um, the Rebels uh, ended a losing streak against the Waratahs in Sydney um, by winning that game 10-29. to 29. Uh, they shut the Waratahs out entirely in that second half um, and really 
um, kept um, the uh, uh, really could have kept the world, uh, really had control of the game and probably should have won it by more points um, than they actually um, did. So good win there for the Rebels over in Super Rugby AU today. Um, uh, that 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 will be followed up by um, the Western Force versus the Brumbies. Um, again, another game that has been played on the East Coast um, due to COVID restrictions. Um, and before that, we will have the Crusaders versus the Hurricanes in Super Rugby Aotearoa. Um, uh, the uh, we gave you those lineups yesterday, uh, and then on Sunday we have the Blues versus the Chiefs. Um, couple of interesting selections in that one. Um, uh, Thompson could be getting his 100th Super Rugby cap um, there for the Chiefs. Um, and on the Blues, we see Bowden Barrett putting on the number 10 jersey. Um, yes, his first time starting at um, um, second 5-8 since, oh, sorry, first 5-8 um, since the, uh, uh, in, in a year. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that one um, goes on Sunday. Uh, the All Blacks are also reported that um, uh, they might be having a warm-up game before the Rugby Championship against a combined Pacific 15 um, in Auckland. Uh, now, the um, uh, the, route re- well, the rumours are that uh, the Rugby Championship will be held in New Zealand um, with um, Australia, South Africa and Argentina um, coming over here to take part in that um, competition. Um, held uh, over six weeks, held between the 7th of November and the 12th of December. Um, this game would happen before that. Um, the uh, suggestions are that um, uh, Tanner Manga would be the uh, head coach um, for this one. Um, and names that have been mentioned that could play for the Pacific 15 include Mar Nonu, um, Julian Surveyor, uh, Akira Iwani, Deplice Karifi and um, Tonga's Nasi Manu. Uh, so clearly, this is not a, um, a specific Warriors 15 between um, Fiji, Samoa, and Tonga. Uh, this is a team of players based out of um, New Zealand. Um, interesting that one. Uh, you do wonder why they don't use uh, the Maori All Blacks um, for that, and why they're using a Pacific 15 um, for um, in in that game, really. Uh, but um, there you go. And it's looking at polling that one at Mount Smart Stadium, um, in uh, uh, and you can say. This probably has to do with news that they are working, that uh, New Zealand Rugby is working with um, a conglomerate out of Hawaii to potentially have a Pacific Super Rugby team um, in South Auckland um, going forward. So, uh, yes, that all seems to um, uh, be adding up as to what, as to why that might be there. And it also perhaps gives us a, a nod towards what a Pacific rugby side might, um, what a Pacific Super rugby side might look like. Will it actually be players from the islands, or will it really be players of um, Pacific heritage um, who are lined up to play for the All Blacks anyway? Um, will it be a uh, sixth Super rugby, uh, sixth New Zealand Super rugby franchise, but um, in uh, in disguise? Um, all of that are things that we'll be discussing on the uh, Driving Mall show. Uh, on Monday evening at 8pm. So do join us for that. Um, I'm going to hand you back now to Stephen, who's going to take us through our NRL update. 
Yes, thank you, Paul. It almost seems like they're just testing the waters there with that Pacific Island side, so it'll be interesting to see that, how that unfolds. However, I am here to talk about all our league action, and there's plenty of it to uh, look at this morning. In the games played last night, Manly see off the Cowboys. Melbourne Storm far too good for the Brisbane Broncos, even at home. Will SBW become a rooster? There's a question mark there. And also former Test player Kevin Locke looking to return to a rugby league at 31 years old. But we'll start with uh, last night's game because games, or well, first game at least, it was uh, Manly who saw off a very uh, gritty North Queensland uh, side still recovering from the sudden exit of coach during the week just days after paul green walked away from the cowboys the townsville outfit made a good showing of itself against the final spell seagulls on friday night but lost 24 12. they lost the game but the grit and energy shown which has often been lacking this season will at least be enough to please interim coach josh hannay for the seagulls it wasn't pretty but they take the two competition points back to Sydney as they continue to await the turn, the return of star fullback Tom Trojevic. Jason Tamalolo ran for 226 metres and had three tackle busts, while Francis Molo was also good for the home side. Aidan Fonua Blake also cracked the double ton in run metres and had four tackled busts. Manly scored the opening points through Curtis Surinan within eight minutes of the kickoff. Danny Levi extended the lead later in the half by burrowing over from Dudley Half to make it 12-0, but it was the home side who scored next when Kyle Felt latched on to a Jackie Clifford chip to make it 12-6 with four minutes remaining in the half. North Queensland continued to pressure after the halftime in the Seagulls looked a little lost until Captain Cherry Evans broke through and found the line to extend the lead. The Cowboys forward Cohen Hess bombed an opportunity and then Manly 5-8. Cade Cuss started his way over in the 67th minute to make them pay. The game was pretty much wrapped up there, but however, the uh, the local side got one back through Francis Molo, who scored a try, and uh, there was another try in the last uh, 10 minutes to bring it closer, but they never really got closer than that final score, 24 points to 12 to the good Manly doing the job. And in the uh, second game I played last night, it was the Melbourne Storm far too good for the Brisbane Broncos at Suncorp Stadium, 46-8. The good, they uh, scored. It was actually quite tight in that uh, in the uh, in the in the first half. It was only the uh, the Storm that led by uh, 12 points. I oh, beg your pardon, 14 points to eight at half time. At O'Carr, the uh, winger opening the scoring, but uh, Brisbane hit back with tries to uh, to Farnworth and. Uh, also, uh, no, just Farnworth with Staggs kicking the conversion and uh, Staggs also kicking a penalty around about the 21-minute mark, which really extended the, the only time that Melbourne led for the match. They were ahead 8-6, but it was uh, to be uh, the uh, Storm, Storm who would score another penalty to level things up. Cameron Smith, even at 37 years old, who uh, once again is just in... I'd almost call it the form of his life, but listen, he's so consistent. He plays like this all the time. Hugh scored a try um, on the 35th minute. Smith converted it, and that gave them that uh, 14-8 lead at halftime. But in the second half, the floodgates pretty much opened for the Melbourne Storm with Boric, uh, Fasumililui, 
and Pappenhausen and also Hughes getting a double and Adokar uh, getting a double as well before Fasuma Luiai also uh, taking out a uh, double as as well. So a convincing win there to the uh, Melbourne Storm, 46 uh, points to eight. Beg your pardon with that uh, pronunciation. In uh, games tonight, we have uh, three games uh, coming up for us at five o'clock this afternoon. One we're keen to look at is the Warriors who take on the high-flying Roosters at Central Coast Stadium. It is going to be a, a huge ask for the Warriors. Our second game this evening is going to be the Sharks versus the Dragons at Nestra Jubilee Stadium in Sydney. That's a 7.30pm kickoff. These are New Zealand times, by the way. And our final game of the evening should be a cracker as well at Geo Stadium in Canberra where the home side, the Raiders, take on the uh, Rabbitohs. Now, to our final two stories uh, this morning, we announced yesterday that uh, Sonny Bill Williams was on the market. Well, he's set to return to the Sydney Roosters in the NRL. Roosters coach Trent Robinson has confirmed the club is expecting to sign Williams in the coming days with only logistical details still to be sorted before Williams returns to the club where he won two of his NRL titles. We're down the track with discussions, according to Robinson. There's a few things that they need to be done to get sorted out before the conversations are totally clear. It's just the details that need to be sorted out. And of course, uh, with Sonny Bill going to the NRL, he needs to go into quarantine for a couple of weeks. So uh, I'm looking at probably four to six games that the uh, Roosters will get to use them it almost seems unfair. They're travelling well enough at the moment, but they pick up a player of his quality. And speaking of a player of quality, former test fullback Kevin Locke is aiming to make a comeback to the NRL at the age of 31. Catapulted to stardom at a young age, Locke was part of the Warriors side that went down to Manly in the 2011 Grand Final. He also won eight test caps for the Kiwis and played in the 2013 World Cup, but after leaving the Warriors partway through the 2014 season, following the arrival of Sam Tompkins, Locke endured an unsuccessful spell in England with... Uh, Salford and uh, Wakefield uh, Trinity. So there we have Kevin Locke, who I've got to say also had a stint playing for the Suburbs, a rugby club here in Auckland. And uh, he played at a fullback and played pretty well. And speaking of club rugby, I'll segue into where I'm going to be this afternoon. I'm going to be at the Eden uh, Waitamata game uh, later on today. So please come and say uh, uh, hello, but also look out for our uh, reports along the way on New Zealand Sport Radio. Back to you, Paul, and I'm pretty sure you'll be lurking around at some Auckland home ground this afternoon as well. Yes, no, actually, what, absolutely. Well, you're at Waitamata versus Eden um, I will be down further south. I will be at um, East Tamaki um, versus Auckland Marist. So, yeah, if you are at either of those games, do come along and say hello. You recognise me because I will be wearing the bucket hat. Um, so, um, so yes, and Stephen will have his um, Northland rugby uh, um, cap on. Uh, so, yes, so you'll be able to recognise us. Uh, do like our Facebook page. That is where you'll see those post-game interviews. Um, also, um, updates during the day. Uh, as well. Uh, moving on then to um, the netball uh, and the pulse dominated the uh, magic uh, yesterday evening to win the game 52 to 29 
29 is the lowest score any team has achieved this season. Um, and the Magic really have struggled um, since the restart. Their one win came before the lockdown um, when they beat the um, Southern Steel um, 48-54 down there in Dunedin, um, but really have struggled to play while they've been up in Auckland. They'll be thankful this is the last weekend of games in Auckland before they get to go and play back down here in Hamilton. Um, the Pulse have to back up today uh, and play against the Northern Stars at 5pm in uh, the Auckland Netball Centre over there in St John's. Um, but as the um, the Pulse got through and used their entire roster um, yesterday, so I think they gave, uh, so Blessley rested um, some of their um, lead players. Um, so, to, to, uh, uh, so I think they'll be fine tonight. Uh, they lead the standings now on nine wins um, uh, and uh, are clear by 15 points at the top of the table ahead of the Northern Mystics. Moving on to the Sales NBL, and uh, no games last night on Friday, but there are three games today uh, to finish up the regular season. The Canterbury Rams will play the Franklin Bulls, um, the Nelson Giants will play the Otago Nuggets, and the Auckland Huskies will play the Manawa 2 Jets. Um, next week will be the finals um, week, uh, and at the top of the table, um, currently, the Nuggets um, are there um, ahead of the Manawa 2 Jets, who are just two points behind. <clears throat> uh, the Taranaki Mountaineers have already finished all of their games um, and will be looking anxiously on against the for the Auckland Huskies and the Franklin Bulls games um, as those two teams are only one um, place um, behind. So, um, uh, lots of uh, basketball action. Remember, all seven teams will be part of the finals series that kicks off next week. Over in the British Masters Golf um, and um, Fox, uh, or New Zealand, Kiwi golfer Fox is going well. Um, he is currently um, tied 14th after an, um, an even third round. He sits at eight under par, um, so didn't manage to progress in round three. Obviously, one more round to go. He is... Um, Eight shots off the leader, um, but say in that tied 14th in a, in a congested field, a couple of scores could climb him a lot of um, places or a couple of, uh, um, yeah, a couple of, yeah, reducing the score by a couple of. Um, top of the table currently is Italian um, Paratori on 16 under, followed by South African Harding on 15 under. Um, moving over to the tennis, and the tennis is, uh, yes, uh, in a, uh, having a struggle at the, at the moment. Uh, one of the comments that was made early in COVID was that tennis was one of the one of the sports would be the um, last to come back because they do have to travel from so many places and gather uh, in one place. With China um, cancelling all sports um, through to the end of the year, um, that means that eleven um, ATP and WTA tour, tour, um, tournaments have been cancelled. Seven in the women's tour including their, the uh, WTA finals that was supposed to be held in Shenzhen um, and uh, four events, uh, including the Shanghai Masters uh, in the ATP Tour. Obviously, both tours are uh, disappointed, um, but understand and look are looking forward to return to um, China. The ATP Tour will be, will be resuming with the Cincinnati Open, which will be held in New York, uh, not in Cincinnati. Uh, uh, ahead of the US Open, 
um, that, also, that will also be held um, in, in New York. Uh, the uh, it is a, a bit of um, which is due to start on August the 31st because um, France or Europe have uh, imposed a 14 day um, uh, isolation after returning from New York. If players take part in the US Open, they will not be able to take part in the French Open. Um, with players like um, with some players already uh, like Rafa Nadal. Uh, training on, cl on on clay, it's quite clear which tournament they have or he has decided um, that he will be attending. Um, with um, and one of the with the other warm up game, obviously we've talked about the Cincinnati Open happening, but the City Open, which was the other um, the, uh, the other warm up game for the U.S. Open in Washington, um, has been cancelled. So um, all a, a bit of a um, uh, a bit of a mess um, at the moment. Um, for it, within the tennis as they struggle to get their seasons back underway. Um, moving on then to the Formula One, and they're having issues as well. Uh, they have now um, decided that the US, Mexican and Brazilian Grand Prix will not be able um, to go ahead. And so those three Grand Prix have been cancelled. Um, instead, there'll be three further races in Europe, um, one at um, Germany's Nürburgring, um, at Imola in Italy, which will make it, I think, the third um, race to be held in three different um, uh, tracks in Italy. Uh, and also in Portugal, the first time that F1 has been raced at the Portimao, Portimao um, track um, there. Um, they are still hoping to get over and have a couple of races in Asia, um, including a street circuit uh, potentially in uh, Vietnam, um, as well uh, as um, some, another race, uh, perhaps in Malaysia's Sepang Ring uh, track, and also perhaps maybe in Japan as well. So we'll have to see how those ones um, pan out. Vietnam, whilst it's been rather quiet, has been one of the countries that has coped with COVID um, very, very well. So um, the, you've got to say that one has got a high chance of going ahead as long as uh, the um, immigration um, issues can be sorted out and uh, obviously with the uh, isolation and all of those kind of things. Um, don't forget, you can listen to New Zealand Sports Radio on the go. Just download um, us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Acast, all of those wonderful places. You have now started the day the best way um, up to speed with all of the important sports news. Uh, it's been great to have all the messages within the live chat. Um, don't forget, uh, you can join us at 8pm on Sunday evening when we will review all of the Super Rugby action um, from the weekend. So do um, uh, do uh, join us then uh, for that show as well. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.